The meme popped up on my feed. If you need 144 rolls of toilet paper per week, you should probably have seen a doctor way before COVID-19. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter sites are not currently lacking any jokes or memes regarding COVID-19. Late-night TV hosts, radio personalities, and comedians alike are finding the current viral pandemic fodder for humor, and they actually may be helping the public cope amid COVID-19 psychosocial-induced trauma. On another occasion, in a physician's dining lounge, a surgeon presented the surgical challenges raised in a case of a male patient who had managed to insert an entire Christmas ornament into his rectum for sexual gratification. At the conclusion of the presentation, another attending physician demanded to know, well, did it have lights on it and was it blinking lights or did they just stay on? Why did somebody ask that? Where did this type of humor come from? Well, is it appropriate that we joke about medical conditions and pandemics in a time of crisis? Well, there's actually been a lot of information put out about this. So let's investigate that now. Dark humor has been part of the culture of modern medicine for at least 70 years. In the 1950s, Dr. Renee Fox, a medical sociologist, observed second-year medical students at Columbia University as they attended their first autopsies. In her research from the 1950s, Fox noted that dark jokes flourished in the anatomy laboratory. Fox commented that the students were taught to approach the dissection with an attitude she later labeled detached concern, in which they were expected to regard patients with a balance of empathy and clinical objectivity. Humor seemed to play a part in this detachment process. However, Fox also found that the participants ultimately exhibited more detached than concerned care. This medical dark humor was further brought out into the open in 1978 when psychiatrist Stephen Bergman published the novel The House of God. Bergman published under the pen name Samuel Shem. Based on Bergman's experiences as an intern at Harvard's Beth Israel Hospital, the book rapidly became a staple of any medical student or resident's unofficial reading list. It was harsh, sexist, eye-opening, and filled with dark medical humor. The book follows residents struggling with grueling hours and sudden life-and-death responsibilities and portrays the often dark responses which often accompany terrible medical outcomes or scenarios. But is this real? Do healthcare workers, doctors in particular, really have a warped and dark sense of humor? Is this appropriate? Medical experts do acknowledge that humor can be a vital part of surviving a cascading catastrophe. So let's take a look at the pros and cons of humor in medicine next. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Thank you. 
According to the Mayo Clinic, laughter stimulates the body's organs by increasing oxygen intake to the heart, lungs, and muscles. Laughter also triggers the release of endorphins. It also helps people handle stress by easing tension, relaxing muscles, and lowering blood pressure. However, that's usually in reference to positive or light-hearted humor. What about rather dark medical humor? Some have called this gallows humor. Some advocate it as part of the healthcare system's normal defense mechanisms, while others state that it may raise ethical or professionalism concerns. So who's right? Gallows humor is humor that treats serious, frightening, or painful subject matter in a light or satirical way. It's often referred to as a cynical sense of humor. Joking about death fits the term most literally, but making fun of life-threatening, disastrous, or terrifying situation also fits the category as well. There is a fair amount of literature on humor in medicine generally, most of which is focused on humor in clinician-patient interactions or humor's benefit to patients. But again, this is in general positive humor. In contrast, there is relatively little specifically addressing the topic of this article, which is dark humor or gallows humor in medicine. This usually occurs in interactions between healthcare providers themselves, between doctors to doctors, doctors to nurses, or similar peer-to-peer conversations. Scholars of ethics have repeatedly discussed the role and implications of physicians engaging in gallows humor. Some physicians argue that this type of joking among themselves is necessary to survive the rigors of training and practice. Indeed, it is common for people in many high-risk professions, including law enforcement, rescue personnel, and the military, to use such humor among themselves to diffuse tensions and frustrations. Healthcare workers are repeatedly exposed to pain, suffering, and death, and such an outlet can actually be helpful. Positive humor, again, that's any humor that's considered non-cynical, can diffuse stress and play a role in delaying or eliminating burnout. Joking among colleagues can be beneficial without demeaning patients. It can be something that fosters camaraderie among peers, which is important to professional, personal, and mental well-being. But considering how toxic humor can quickly become, is there a link between dark humor and the burnout epidemic among all healthcare workers? While the theory that such humor is a long-held coping mechanism is valid at face value, some argue it may be a signal of a bigger problem, and that's physician burnout or moral injury. It has been suggested that the more disrespectful the humor, the more burned out the physician likely is, and there may be some truth to that. Regardless of the intent, any joke or punchline would be considered unethical when a patient's condition is mocked in the presence of either the patient or a family member. This would be viewed as unethical because it has the potential to harm the individual and breach trust. Similarly, such adaptive humor reflexes may become detrimental to a patient's care when it begins to erode the caregiver's compassion and sensitivity. Healthcare workers must never lose sight of how one's thoughts and behaviors may influence the treatment of patients. So, does gallows or dark humor actually help prevent burnout and stress, or does it actually make things worse by biasing the healthcare worker against patients and actually helps burn us out? 
Well, it seems that, as with beauty, the answer is all in the eye of the beholder. That's why we included this podcast under the category of mind medicine, because it's easy for us to get warped and kind of twisted, especially in healthcare with all the things that we witness. But remember, it's still up to us to have the right mindset because the right mindset, well, it's just good medicine. Thanks for being part of our podcast family. We'll see you next time on Mind Medicine and Clinical Pearls.